How free do you feel? Though we are free in Christ, we can still find ourselves sitting in old traps and clinging to unlocked chains. The familiar ain't always friendly, but it can feel much safer than the unknown. This week, we're taking a deeper look at the chains the world can't see but still hold us down in mental slavery. Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. There's a battle being waged. It's not flesh, it's not blood, it's spiritual, and we need to be prepared. The last thing a warrior wants on the battlefield is spiritual anemia. So when the enemy attacks, we need to be prepared. But we don't always realize where the attacks are coming from or that we're being attacked at all. This is the Pantry Podcast, and we're here to remind you of who we answer to, what we're capable of, and how we are called to do it in every aspect of our lives. This is season six, Rewired. When you're saved, you're saved for good. But we all experience sanctification differently. The more we grow in our relationship with the Lord, the more he transforms and renews our minds. The more we cut the cords of this world, the more we're charged up in him. This season, we're arming you with discernment of some of culture's most toxic snares. Support our ministry reaching the lost and found in over 35 countries with spiritual and literal nutrition. Every one-time and recurring donation makes a lasting impact. Donate through Patreon or thepantrypodcast.com. And now let's dig into the meal. It's so awesome to be here, man. We are on episode two in season six, and we're talking about open cages tonight. Really, when we think of open cage, we think of freedom. You know, we think of like, you think of a bird that's inside of a cage and, you know, you lock it, but then like, let's say you open that door. And sometimes a bird will fly out and sometimes a bird won't fly out. Mm-hmm. It all depends on their mindset. It depends on how they feel. Are they comfortable with what's, what's outside? Are they not comfortable? Will they hold themselves back? Right? right. And so when I was thinking of the verses, uh, Galatians 5, 1 really, really hit me because number one, it speaks of our freedom in Christ. And of course, that's why we're here. I mean, we are here to encourage. We're here to build, man, not just you guys, but us. Yeah. And I think that we need to live in this. We need to learn this because this is a battle. Right. This is a battle that we go through. This is a battle that can hold us back. This is a battle that will keep us from the freedoms that Christ has given us. So Galatians 5, 1 says for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit, submit again to a yoke of slavery. So here we are in this birdcage. Let's just imagine this for a minute. We know we're in this birdcage. The door opens. You know, we, we, we find Christ. This door opens. And we don't move. Right. We stay in what I would call a pseudo position. Yeah. Because when Christ frees us, when he saves us, that's who we are. Right. We're a new creation. Now. That's factual. Right. That's factual. Right. We're a new creation now. And if we're held to bondage at that point, it's pseudo. It doesn't exist. It exists in our flesh. It exists in our minds. But that is not what Christ is saying. In fact, he's probably on the side going, no, stop. You're free. Right. It's about living in the identity that you have and not your old identity. I think some people will often say, well, that means you're not saved. It's like, how many times are you given an identity, but yet you don't know how to walk in it? Mm. Just in life, like the first day on a new job, the first day that you're married, the first day of being a parent, the first day of anything, like you're like, okay, I'm still walking in a lot of ways that are the old me and there's learned helplessness that comes when you're thinking about the slavery aspect. We are all slaves Mm. until Christ frees us. Like you said last week, everything outside of Christ is death. Right. Right. So we were dead and slaves to sin. Mm. That's who we were. And so depending on how long you walked in that, 
that was the identity you were kind of a pro at. And so either you hated every minute of it or you were happy with it or you were just learned like that was the way it is. There was nothing else, you know, and so you ended up accepting it. That was what you were wearing. Right. And so a lot of people will will accept him as savior, but they aren't fully aware that they're free yet. And then even if you know you're free of that, there's still so many chains and shackles that he's unlocked, but you're still wearing them like jewelry. Ooh, come on. You know, come like on, yeah. some you might be like, oh, I hate this ball and chain. And some you're like, this is my Prada Tiffany whatever <laughs> chain. And it's a chain that makes you feel good in the moment. It's the chain that's getting you things in a way you think is faster than the way God would deliver them. It's the it's the chain that helps you feel in control. Right. And really, it's a yoke of bondage that you could easily, and I'll, I'll say simply, I won't say easily, you mm. could simply mm. remove. Because I like to say simple ain't easy. And it's because it's a simple fact that you could remove it, but sometimes depending on what it is, it's not easy. Right. I like that. I like that because it's not easy. I mean, okay. Some things go away quick. It's like, so I'm going to break this down and, and let people really understand how the, how the psyche works though. Now we are fighting a lot. You know, we understand, you know, it does say that we're not fighting flesh and blood. We're fighting the principalities there. So there is a battle within our minds. Um, Hence why the armor is so important. Why Galatians six is so important. Why having the helmet of salvation is so important and move on down to the shield of faith and you know, the, the breastplate of righteousness and all these cool things. I say this all the time because you know what? It is so important to don these. It is so important to put this armor on every single day, because if we don't have this armor, there's no hope. Yeah. There's no hope. I mean, we're, we're out there like in the wind. Now, granted, you can't steal my soul. You can't steal my soul. But when I was in the army, mm-hmm. we we had seer training. Yeah. So this is like survival, escape, resist, and evade, right? And it's like they throw you out there minimally, right? And you're supposed to escape and you're supposed to hide out until they capture you. Then they capture you. And I remember at one point I was thrown into this cage. Now, I had been gone for a long time. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to. I did pretty good. I, I skated for a little while and then I brought the dogs and I was in trouble. It was like horrible. Like all of a sudden I heard in the background. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I've, <laughs> I, I, I've evaded probably as long as I'm going to evade. Cause I mean, come How on. How could you evade that? Yeah, it's tough. It's you t- don't. Also, yeah. 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 I mean, especially in the confined, I mean, let's be real. This right. isn't like real world where you can run to like the nine, 900 miles. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, right. it's, it's confined. But anyways, I get thrown in this cage. <laughs> And there's these dudes in there. Now, granted, let me tell you what Sears School does. They're allowed to beat you. They're allowed to hurt you. They're allowed to do a lot of things to you. They just can't kill you. And so the, these dudes are pretty shook up. And, and I'm sitting in there and, and I, in my mind, I'm like, this ain't real. This ain't real. And I was getting, you know, you get hit, you get kicked, you get whatever. But uh, these guys were in this cage. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and, and, you know, I sit, I get kicked, I get thrown in there with them. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I start checking things out and the guards walk away, you know, the, you know, guards. Right. But. I go and I touch the door and it's open. And I'm like, y'all, the door is open. Like, <laughs> You're like, dude, so pumped. Right? I'm pumped. I'm like this, let's do this. Right. Let, let's go. And they're like, no, no, we can't. No. Uh-uh. I left there by myself. They wouldn't come. <laughs> See, look, Where'd open cages. Oh, I just ran again, got beat up, got thrown in a hole. I mean, there's a, <laughs> I mean, they catch you. It's it's just, but what it does is, is the whole point behind it is, you know, you're holding information and yeah. you know, long story short, but you're just, you know, but it's training. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm sitting there, watch this. It's training. Yeah. The word of God is training. Right. Right. So when I start to apply and I start to understand the the principle behind how God and how Christ works and how they've changed me, 
I can stand against anything. <laughs> a mustard seed. What? Faith. Move that mountain. Right. You know, you know right. it's like, it's, so it's like, so these dudes wouldn't move, but that's what we're talking about tonight. That is what we're talking about. It's the cage holding ourselves in this cage, not allow, you know, when the door opens and Christ is like, you are free, you are free indeed. John eight thirty six, And we stay in the cage. I don't, I bet Jesus is like, what? Come on, <laughs> come on. But anyways, you know, it reminds me, um, it reminds me of God's not dead. That's where this mm, episode, mm. the whole name of the episode came from God's not dead. The movie where at the end, I'm not even going to say which characters in case you still haven't seen the movie. You might have just come to Christ. Now you can go see the movie, right? <laughs> um, but one of the characters drops this bomb epic story. And in the story, the cage door is open the whole time. And the person inside is just sitting in there. And then one day it slams shut forever. Mm. Right now, that is an allegory to salvation and the choice of that. Right. But when I heard that story, I was already saved. And so the idea quickly started developing in my head of all of the ways that we still take, we, we carry with us the baggage and I'll say the wardrobe, right? I'll get, or the pantry. Mm, I'll keep, I'll let's, keep let's, the let's theme. Let's keep it real. Right, I'll right, keep right. the theme. Instead of going for clothes, I'll go for food items, right? We're like, let me bring all the stuff of my worldly earthly diet mm. with me into this new man. Yo. Mm. And then you, you're like, well, I don't really have that much space. So you put in some spiritual stuff and maybe you even reach for that more often, but there's a lot of stuff still taking up space and some of its culture, your tribe, your creed, your allegiance to whatever mm. it is, your culture, your traditions, right. Have led you to places that make you compromise make you or keep you blind or bind you in ways that are unnecessary. And this even is applicable if you came from a religious background and now you have a relationship with Christ. And so you're carrying all these check boxes, all these burdens, all this guilt, all of these trappings that are going to distract from the relationship that are going to slow down your progression in sanctification because you're hung up. And I like to think of it as balls and chains because that does slow you down. And sometimes, yes, you could argue that's good weight training, right? But yes, <laughs> it's good weight training. But what do the weight, like the people who wear leg weights to practice running, mm. eventually when the race happens, they take them off and they run. Right. They don't keep them on when it counts. And we're running what? We're running a race. Right. And so take them off and you will. Taking them off brings the strength. Taking them off, you get to see, now that I know what that was, now that I see right. it for what it is, I get to run the race faster. And that doesn't mean, oh, I'm better, higher place. No, like that's not what it's about with, with God. But it's like, okay, well, now I'm more useful. I'm more fruitful. My life is more full of hope and mm. joy. Every time you drop one of these things, because we're so often fearful that what comes next could never be as good. Right. And I, I was telling this earlier, it could also be, that you hate what you have. All you want is something better, but you're terrified that what will come instead will make you miss the thing you currently hate. But regardless, the root is fear. Right, right. And you mentioned Galatians 5.1, Galatians 5.13, all of Galatians 5. I love it. But yeah. Galatians 5.13 says, for you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. You will so much better serve others. Mm. If you start letting go of these weights, imagine if my daughter, our daughter fell in, in the water 
and I jumped in with all these weights on. Mm, right. I would not be the best asset. Man, David, King David. Well, yeah. it wasn't King at the time. Right. Well, he always came in. Hold up, hold up, hold up. He was labeled. Look, he was labeled. Right. He, <laughs> he was, was called, anointed. He was but anointed, not appointed. But not appointed. <laughs> oh, that's good. Anointed, but not appointed. But uh, same thing. He walks in. You know, they want to throw on worldly weight. Yeah. Or, you know, the worldly uh, armor. And he's like, I'm good. That's not how I, that's no, that's not how I've trained. Right. That's not how I trained. He picks up the stones. Like we pick up the word. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm David. I'm just saying, but I pick up the word. I pick up the word and I, and I, and I, but I sit in the word. I, I like what you're saying. It's like, we, what are we doing? What are we doing when we're allowing the influence of the world to come in? What are we doing? I mean, and then we, and then we wonder too, why am I, why am I so conflicted? Why am I so conflicted? You're occupied. That's why you're conflicted. You've got the Holy Spirit inside of you. That is why you're conflicted. Do you under, I mean, do we understand this? I mean, I, okay, I, I struggle. I do. I really do. But we're trying to keep the world inside of a temple that has been occupied by the Holy Spirit. And then we sit there and wonder why tables are being flipped. Yo, I just thought as a pet, we want to keep the world as a pet. Eh? Like, <laughs> like we like we're we're like, well, you know, it's not my master no more. Mm. Now it's my pet. And so we want to keep it and feed it and entertain it, right, sometimes right, right, snuggle right. it. But at the end of the day, we can put it back in the kennel if we want. Mm. And it's like, well, putting it in a cage in the temple doesn't work. Mm. So in the same way that our cage is open and we're technically free, keeping the world locked up for when we're bored, right. for when we need escape. Mm. It won't actually do it. That's the good news. We already know the world doesn't lead us anywhere good. So praise God that the world can't lead you out of your problems or you, you really would be relying on it all of the time. But it always disappoints us, doesn't it? Mm. Every time we try, even if it's not immediate disappointment, it's a very quick turnaround of dissatisfaction. Right. Put on the identity of freedom in Christ. You're free to serve the God of everything mm, that on. counts. No matter your record, be fruitful in eternal, impactful ways, free access to his heavenly court, Mm. the fruits of the spirit, the giftings of God (laughs) to tread on serpents. Like there's so much like we're thinking too small when we think I have freedom to park my car where I want. I have freedom to build my business. I have freedom to own land. Man, that's like tell that to the Lord of everything. It's too small. And that's not to downplay it when he gives it to you. Mm. It's like, don't, don't stop. Don't limit to this world because then that's, that's still slave mentality. Right. Right. Because when you're a slave, you have aspirations and goals like to become the best friend of the, of the owner. That's still slave thoughts. We don't need that. We Mm. need to have saint thoughts. Ooh, come on. Come on. No, I like that. Saint thoughts. Saint thoughts. Y'all hear that? Saint thoughts. No, but I I can't agree with you more. I, 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 this is, this is my discussion. This is our discussion. This is what we believe. This is what we, 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 we want to achieve. Listen to what I said there. What we want to achieve. This is not an easy thing to grab a hold. The gospel is easy. Gospel salvation is easy. Learning how to live in that salvation, learning how to, to lock, you know, dial in, watch this 8,000 plus promises. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like eight, 
okay, look, if you can, look, I'm talking to y'all right now. If you can, if you know all 8,000 promises <laughs> right now, email us and write them down. Cause, cause I'm, I, I don't even know. Like, we like, have a book, God's promises. Yeah, yeah, it, it, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was propped up. So wait, no, it's not. Oh. I moved it. We have it. Oh, do we? But it's, it's like, it's like, I, I, I guess I'm going to be reading a book y'all, but, but I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. The provision, the provision, what he does for us, how he gets us through. Why are we, why are we limiting ourselves? No. Why are we limiting God? You know, we hear that all the time. Why are we keeping God in a box? Why? So if he's not in a box, why do I have to stay in the box? And, and, and right. Oh, I just right. thought Jack in the box. I don't know why. Look, y'all. <laughs> But you know, and, and as we're sitting, as we think of these things, right, we got to stay awake. Yeah. We got to stay awake. We got to be sure that when we're not being influenced by these traditions of these cultures, we're not taking things from philosophies. We're not taking things from culture and we're not applying them to the word of God, but we're applying the word of God to, to our lives. Test everything, test everything, especially in these times. There is so many thoughts on doctrine these days. There are so many thoughts on what the world should be doing these days. And, and let me tell you something. Some of it t- tugs at the heartstrings. He, he is really good at manipulating the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. He'll put you into a position where you fall in love with something or someone. And then maybe they don't align correctly to whatever you believe in the, from the word of God. And now because you fall in love with them or you've loved them, it's like you start to drift into like conforming Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that 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 happens to everybody we got to be firm we got to make sure that you know what we can still love and still have truth I love saying it all the time like speak truth and love Mm -hmm. that doesn't see truth I like putting the word truth first Mm -hmm. and then love now of course nothing happens without love first Corinthians 13 but I got to make sure that truth is in there because that is love yeah and then for, so speak truth in love, you know, so I take his truth, which is love. And now I apply it to other people, but I apply it in truth. Um, Luke 21, 36 says, it says, but stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the son of man. Yeah. And that's where we need to be. Mm-hmm. We need to over time. And I know we're, we're using a lot of, we need to, we need to, I think it's because so earnestly, so genuinely this whole season is about waking us up. We're all awake at different levels to the different truths of God's word. And that's beautiful. We all have a role to play mm. in one another's sanctification and growth process. We're just so adamant and we're speaking to ourselves because he wakes us up all the time to new ways where we're still thinking like a slave of the world, right? Where the world system we grew up in is still tainting or limiting God's word in our life, you know? And that's why we're so passionate about it and saying we need to, we need, because we truly, (laughs) it's not, you want to. That's that's the goal, to get to, I want to do this. And then of course, it's not a perfect walk, but the comfort, the the pure, this is the fact of this entire episode is 2 Corinthians 3.17, now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, mm. there is freedom, period. Amen. Now, how do I walk in freedom? Go to the Father. Go to the Son. Go to the Holy Spirit. Dig deep into the word. Focus on the relationship above mm. all else. Go. And the rest comes Right. in a way that doesn't need to be compared to anybody else. Because the more you fall in love with God, the more you won't even want that stuff. You might not even have to actively remove it. It might just fall off because you were too busy 
enjoying and being about the father's business to be about that thing anymore. Right. But I, I, what I really like to say is we will. That's really (laughs) what I like to say. We will in victory. We will in confidence. We will move forward in, 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 in this knowledge and understanding of where our power comes from. And it does not come from us. I love those statements actually even more. And I think sometimes people, it's a little hard to chew on because you will. Yeah, you will. But see, I think that that's a good way to say it too. I will. There's hope in that. I will. I will. I will. I will. Um, That's kind of like saying, I I think when we're speaking as as a couple, as a, as a co-host and and, and a wife and a husband, I I get caught in that. Like we will, because I'm declaring we need to. And, and, and really, I, that is good verbiage, though, yeah. to say I w- we will. Yeah. We will stand in God. We will, you know, my my household will serve the Lord. You know, <laughs> we will, you know. And it's like, but we also need to. And I, I don't think you can get away from that. Um, the Bible, though, really makes it specific in saying that we will. Yeah. Um, you don't find need to in there. It's actually you will do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you, if you want this, you will do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's important to, to shine that light too, that this isn't something that is like marginal. Mm-hmm. It's not marginal. It's the whole point. It's the point. Yeah. The relationship, yeah. all that yeah. is the point. And I guess that's why Under Armour uses, we will, cause it's so right. like, right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, it feels good saying it. It's, yeah. We yeah. Will. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so look, I'm changing we're gonna my rewire. Verbiage, y'all. We're gonna uh, rewire. Rewiring. Goodbye, we need to. Yeah, and hello, hello we, we will. will. Because that's look, the hope. See that correction right on, right? Right on screen? I love it. Right. Look, love it. and I'm not gonna sit there and edit out all the we needs because this is like a perfect example yeah. of an on air rewiring from the spirit that just reflects. Right. Yeah, that's perfect for rewire. Man, thank you. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you guys. Thank you guys for, for, for being here with us, for, for spending this time. Um, we will. See y'all next week. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Be confident. Stand tall. Know that you're standing on the most solid rock that can get you through anything. And man, you will not be stuck in that mental cage. Amen. Amen. It has been awesome. Remember, you can get in touch with us at thepantrypodcast.com as well as on all our social networks. Our weekly question is... What is one chain you need help breaking? Yeah, we want to hear your answer and we want to spotlight some of those. We can keep them anonymous if you want. Just let them know. So until next week. Man, bye. Bye.